Let's turn to the Word of God now. Uh, let's turn to Luke chapter 1, verse 26 to 38. Because today is a Mother's Day, so I have a Mother's Day uh, message. I will read from 26. Luke chapter 1, verse 26. And now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and consider what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb, and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. And he will be great, and will be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of the kingdom there will be no end. And then Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also the Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren, for with God nothing will be impossible. Then Mary said, Behold the maid servant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word, and the angel depart from her. Father, I just come in the name of Jesus. Anoint your word. Lord, anoint us, Lord. Your word is anointed. But anoint us, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Anoint our ear to hear. Annoy our mind to understand. Annoy our heart to receive your word. Annoy our long tongue to speak your word. Annoy our hand, Lord, to heal by your word and direct our path according to your word, Lord Jesus. Bless your people. Bless your word, we pray. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen. You know, today is Mother's Day. What better topic to speak about than Mary, the mother of Jesus? Now, Mary was a young girl betrothed or engaged to a young man named Joseph, a carpenter. You know, they, they, they live, they seem to live very, you know, natural, normal, ordinary life. And they live in a very small village. You know, the Jewish historian, Joseph, had written, you know, the name of this village around, around that area written the name of the village, there was 200 names. But you know, none, none of those names mentioned about Nazareth. That's how small the village was. You know, it was so small that Joseph had written, you know, 200 names about all the, the villages around about, but Nazareth didn't, didn't even get a mention. And even other people don't see Nazareth is such a big place because you know when Philip told Nathaniel about the Messiah, you know, he's coming from uh, Nazareth, and Nathan Nathaniel's uh, re reaction was, he said, "Can anything good come out of Nazareth?" So he's such a 
small place, such an insignificant place, and yet God chose Mary in that little city, in well, in that little village. God saw Mary, you know, and God chose Mary to be the mother of Jesus, and that is why in Second Chronicles chapter sixteen, verse nine, the Bible said. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth, to show Himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to Him. So you know God is an all-seeing God, an all-knowing God, an all-powerful God. You know none of us are here by chance. You know God knows us. God has a purpose for our lives. Every one of us. But, you know, can you imagine in a little village? In the in, not even worth mentioning in the historical book, a little girl, a young girl, caught the eye of God. Hallelujah! Because God, His eye ran to and fro throughout the whole earth. Not He does not look at the outward appearance, but He looks at the heart, and that's what He saw: Mary, a young girl whose heart is loyal towards Him, and God was looking for a mother for His son. And, and 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 that's why his eye is run to and fro throughout the earth, and then it stopped where Mary was. And so, what kind of quality was God looking for in a woman who would be suitable to be the mother of Jesus? Well, Mary is a real example, isn't it, for to be a, a good mother? And and Mary's life was recorded in the Bible. And she, the Bible tells us that she possessed many qualities. So today I will share on three of them. And this quality should be in every godly mother and godly woman. And the first quality, it was、uh, faith, because without faith, it's impossible to please God. And so Mary must have faith. She had faith in God. She pleases God. Because in Luke chapter one verse thirty-seven, thirty-eight, Bible said, "For with God nothing will be impossible." And then Mary said, "Behold, the maid servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word." And the angel departed from her. You know, when I was in Israel, I visit Mary's house, and it was really a modest house. You know, modest, very modest, very small. And they built a A big church over it, a big building over it, very elaborate building, big building, and they call it the Church of Annunciation, because Gabriel, Angel Gabriel, announced the birth of Jesus in that place. And inside the church, you can see the area where it's supposed to be the kitchen. You know, just a little spot. Probably that's probably that was where you know Angel Gabriel appeared to Mary, because. People who lives in a small house knows that the kitchen is the center of the house, where all the activity, you know, took, takes place, and that is why, you know, Gabriel probably appeared to Mary when she was probably working in the kitchen. Gabriel announced to Mary that she was chosen by God to be the mother of Jesus. You know, at first, Mary was thinking in the natural, because in verse. Luke chapter one verse thirty-four. Mary said to the angels, "That how can this be? Since I do not know a man." So she was thinking in the natural. She said, "I don't, I don't know any man. How can it be possible?" But, but the angel Gabriel said to her, 
In verse 35, And the angel answered to her, said, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also, that the Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Here you can see the work of the Holy Spirit. The Trinity. You know, the Holy Spirit come upon her, and the power of the Most High overshadow her. That is envelop her. And also the Holy One who is to be reborn, that is Jesus, you know, will be called the Son of God. So you can see the work of the Holy the Trin the Triune God. And so Gabriel revealed to Mary that she would become pregnant by the power of God, not by the the natural means. And her child will be called the Son of God. And then, you know, Gabriel further encouraged her that, you know, mentioned about her, her relative, Elizabeth. Elizabeth was old, but she was barren. When she was young, she was barren. And now she was so old, beyond childbearing age, and yet by the power of God, she became pregnant. And, of course, she, she was the father of um, uh, John the Baptist. And, 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 and the angel Gabriel said to Mary that, you know, she's already six months pregnant. And so, you know, in verse 37, Gabriel said to Mary that, for with God, nothing is impossible. This is an angel who, you know, who stands before God. And he was telling Mary, with God, nothing is impossible because he saw great and mighty. So the great and mighty God, the all-powerful God. And God, the God who created heaven by the power of his word. And brought forth angels, sun and moon, by his command. Truly, with God, nothing is impossible. And that is why Gabriel said, you know, with God, nothing is impossible. And angel Gabriel carried the God's word, you know, carried God's word to Mary. He's the messenger. Angel means messenger. And and so Mary heard the word of God in Romans chapter ten verse seventeen said, Faith cometh by hearing, hearing the word of God. So faith arises in Mary's heart, and she was willing to obey God and become and became a willing a willing vessel to do God's will. Because in verse thirty eight, Mary said, Behold, the maid servant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word, and the angel depart from her. And Mary, so Mary took a step of faith and obeyed God's word, you know. And, and, and she was, you see, by saying, God told you to do something, and by obeying the word of God, you know, it's not easy for Mary. She's a single girl, a married girl. And then you, you, if you find yourself pregnant, they kill you. They stone you to death. But the, but the thing is, she was willing, you know, she trusts God. She was willing to suffer shame, disgrace, even death by stoning as an unmarried mother. Because that is the law. In Deuteronomy chapter 22, verse 1, you know, if you find your daughter played a, you know, commit well, adultery, fornication, commit fornication, adultery is a married people. You know, they just take you to, to the elders and, you know, they just stone you to death. And so that was, Mary's decision, she she under she she understood that that by saying yes to God, you know, she it might mean shame and death, but God was gracious to her, 
God protected her. Because the God who spoke to Mary also spoke to Joseph, her, the, the young man that he, she was engaged to. And, and God spoke to Joseph in a dream, not to be afraid to marry her, for the child was the son of God. So therefore God chose Mary because she was a woman of faith and have an obedient heart. You know, if we want to please God, we need to have the faith, but also obedience. Because for without faith, it is impossible to please God. And that is Mary's first quality. That is faith. And you can also say obedience. And the second quality that Mary had, you know, why God chose her was that she had wisdom. In Luke chapter 2, verse 51, and the Bible said, And then he, that is Jesus, went down with them and came to, to Nazareth and was subject to them. But his mother kept all these things in her heart. You see, God chose a wise woman to be the mother of his son. You see, Mary had, you know, great things had happened to Mary. You, you see, what a young girl and your visit by the angel Gabriel, and uh, you, you were told that you're going to be the mother of the Son of God, and she became pregnant by the power of the Holy Spirit. And, 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 you know, and she saw, in her lifetime, she saw God's protection over Jesus and herself, her family, when Harold tried to kill Jesus. So there was, you know, she saw great signs and miracles. And she saw provision from God for the family when they fled to Egypt. You know, because the three wise men gave gifts to them. And, and, and you know, and all these gold, Frankenstein, you know, well, they worth a lot of money. And they have the money, they have the provision to flee from, 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 from Bethlehem and go all the way to Egypt and even come back, you know. And they have to stay in Egypt until Harold was dead. So you can imagine, you know, God had provided for them. God had protected them. So Mary had a glimpse, you know, of, of the power of God. But she also had the glimpse of the future of Jesus. Because when Jesus was dedicated, when he was eight, eight days old, he was dedicated at the temple. And a, and a prophetess, Anna, had prophesied over him. And Simon also prophesied over her. So you have Anna prophesied over Jesus. But you see, Simon also had opportunity to, to prophesy over her. And she remembered those words. In Luke chapter 2, verse 34, 35 said, And then Simon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and the rising of many in Israel, and for a sign which will be spoken against. And verse 35, Yes, a soul will peace through your own soul also that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. Yes, there are prophecy about Jesus. But you see, Mary also received a, a prophecy about herself. And, and this, is, this prophecy was about when Jesus was crucified, that it will be like a soul that peace through her soul, through her heart. 
So when you receive prophecies like that, you know, she saw the great power of God. But when you receive prophecies like that, you're also wondering about the future, what's going to happen. So this actually was fulfilled when Jesus was crucified. And yet the Bible said, yes, she kept all these things in her heart. You know, for someone else, you, you know, sometimes you see people, someone else just love talk about themselves. What God did to me, what is how God answered my prayer. As Christians, you know, sometimes we do that. And say, you know, oh, that's called testimony. <laughs> but you see, for Mary, she was very wise. She didn't boast about it. You know, telling people, look, telling the neighbors and everyone else, all the, all the women's group, you know, God chose me to be the, to be the, the mother of son of God and, you know, all these things. She didn't boast about it. You know, but she got she's the mother of the son of God and, and, you know, she didn't. She was very humble. She kept everything in her heart. So she was very wise. But she was, she's a wise woman. Young, but wise. But you see, she's also a wise mother. Because we are not, we are not, this is Mother's Day. <laughs> she was a very, you know, wise mother. Because here you are, you, 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 the angel said that, you know, this is going to be the, you know, uh, uh, Jesus is going to be, he's the son of God, but he's also king, you know, on the throne of David. So that's why people say he's the king of the Jews and, you know, the son of David. And so, and yet, knowing that his future is so great, but you think that some other mother would wrap him like in a cotton wool. You know, in those days they probably don't have cotton wool, but you, you know what I mean? You think that, you know, she'd be so careful if the other other children tease him and say, don't you dare do that, you know? He's going to be the, he's, he's going to be the king of Jews. You know, he's going to be king. He's going to be sit on the throne of David. No, he didn't. No, she didn't. She didn't protect him like that, you know? She just, he had freedom. Mary just treat him like any other children, you know, any other kids and he had freedom. He can run here. He can run there. And even when they go up to in Luke chapter two, even when they go up to the to Jerusalem for the feast, and 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 for when they when they finish, they go home, you know. And and for a whole day they were traveling for a whole day, and they said, "What that whole day?" And then they said, "Where is Jesus?" <laughs> he has such freedom, and so they have to go all the way back and find him in the temple, and you know. So he had a lot of freedom. He, he, just because he's going to be the king, she didn't just uh, have special treatment for him. She just treated him just like any other kids. He, she just loved all the kids, loved all her children. You know, no, no, no favoritism. So she was a very wise woman. And then a very wise mother. So therefore, you know, we also need to learn from Mary to be not only a wise woman, but also be a, a wise mother too in the times to come for the future mothers, you know, to love all your children, you know, no favoritism. And uh, I know nowadays we, we can't even let our kids walk down the street. <laughs> but, you know, there's freedom. That helps them, let them grow. 
So this is the second quality that Mary was wise. And the third quality that Mary possessed was that she was sensitive to the word of God. In John chapter 2, verse 1 to 5, the Bible tells that is the, the wedding in Canaan. On the third day, there was a wedding in Canaan of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Now both Jesus and his disciples were invited to, a, to the wedding. And when they ran out wine, the mother of Jesus said to him, they, they have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what does you, what does you concern have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. And verse 5, his mother said to the servant, Whatever he says to you, do it. Now Mary, Jesus, and his disciples were all invited to a wedding in Canaan. And they ran out of wine. Many preachers pre suggest that they ran out of wine because Jesus and his disciples were extra guests. You know, the extra, extra unexpected guests. So that's why they ran out of wine. So regardless of the reason, you know, it would be run, running out of wine would be an embarrassing situation for the young Mary and the family. So in the natural, they would, the, the family probably send the servants to buy more wine in the marketplace. But Mary was sensitive to the timing of God. You know, sensitive to the Holy Spirit, timing of God. And she sensed Jesus will do something about it. Even though she doesn't know what will happen. But she had the faith and the wisdom to instruct the servant. In, in verse uh, 5 said, His mother said to the servant, Whatever he says to you, do it. So Mary was sensitive to the, to the timing of God. Even when she said to Jesus, They have no one. And Jesus said to her, that Woman, that means dear woman. Not woman. No. Dear woman. <laughs> like that. <laughs> what does your concern have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. You see, what Jesus said did not deter her. What Jesus said to her. She did not give up. Even Jesus said, My hour has not yet come. But by faith, she instructed the servant to obey his orders. And her faith in God and in Jesus was rewarded. Jesus turned her disastrous situation into celebration. Jesus instructed the servants to fill six stone water pot with water and each pot contained about 20 to 30 gallons of, of water each. So when the, when the servant poured the water in into the pot, but when they draw it out, it became wine and the best wine. And this was Jesus' first miracle and his disciples saw it, the Bible said, and believed in him. So therefore Mary was a very, was a spiritual person. She was sensitive to the timing of God. Therefore, if we want to please God, we need to be sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit. You know, because the Holy Spirit always leads you to the truth. And His path that prepared for you is always right. Hallelujah. Therefore, God chose Mary because she possessed qualities that are suitable to be the mother of Jesus. And some of these qualities are faith, wisdom, and sensitivity. The leading of the Holy Spirit. So Mary is an example to us, to all of us, especially mothers. So today we thank you, Pastor Danny, for praying for the mothers. So I also pray that not only to each one of us, 
that we will be like Mary, we have the faith, you know, that pleases God, we have the wisdom, you know, know what to say, when to say it, and also, you know, be sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit. And may also, not only the Lord bless the mothers today, and also to the future mothers. In Jesus' name, amen.